are listening to Move With Radiance, a podcast all about helping you release who you should be so you can step into who you really are. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to live our biggest, brightest lives. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of Move With Radiance. I believe we're on episode 88, if if my memory is is helping me here, (laughs) if my memory is correct. And I've been thinking about it. I'm like, holy moly, we are almost to episode 100, which is so wild. Like that is such a big milestone. And, you know, I think sometimes it can get really easy to like brush those things under the rug. And it's like, no, it's a big deal. (laughs) So I'm like, wait a minute, when did we start this? 2018. So coming up on three years, it's just crazy. (sighs) Oh man. Okay. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today because it's been coming up a lot, not only with just conversations I've been having with friends, but also conversations that have come up with clients and things I've been experiencing. And I just feel like it needs this, this topic just needs to be addressed and said, like called out for what it is. And, um, we'll get into it. I'm excited. It's a long time coming. (laughs) How, okay. What are we doing? How am I? First, I hope you're you're doing well. I hope you're having a I always I always hesitate right to say like I hope you're having a good day because that implies that if you're feeling anything other than good that it's bad. So, I hope your day is exactly what it's what it's meant to be right now and that you're leaning into whatever is coming up for you right now and that it's exactly it's it's exactly perfect and no pressure to have a good day. <laughs> Uh, things over here. So again, just to sort of recap, if, if you're just tuning in, hi, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been with me for, for a hot minute, hi, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) But just to update you with recent news, Eric and I, it was a very last minute decision, something we've always wanted to do, but something that we definitely, when we thought 2020, it was not in the cards. Uh, we recently moved out of our apartment in Utah and essentially moved into our van. Like we don't have a home base right now. The van is our home base where all of our stuff is besides our storage unit. And, uh, we are basically living out of our van, which is a dream that we've had for a long time. It definitely does not look the way that we originally thought. <laughs> we are right now kind of hopping between families, houses in Colorado. And, you know, obviously it's great to see family, but we both also have full-time jobs. And so uh, internet is also great. And I think originally we thought we'd be hopping in coffee shops and doing stuff like that. But with, with the state of the world right now, that is not entirely responsible at this point in our, in, in, in our own opinion. So we are, yeah, kind of staying with family and then traveling on the weekends. And we're going to do some Airbnb stays to have some internet over the next couple of months. And 
it's super exciting and I feel like it's bringing some new energy into my life. There's, if, again, if you've not been following me from the beginning, I actually lived in Colorado for, I can't even think, like, I oh, I, I always say the wrong amount of years. I don't entirely know, but around three or four years. And Eric is from here. And then we together moved to Utah a couple of years ago. So there's this different energy about Colorado that is really fulfilling and life-giving and I'm really leaning into that because it just feels really new and exciting and you know there's it kind of feels like we're on a, a extended vacation in a way so there's almost this sense of like oh I can do whatever I want and that's been really nice and flowy to lean into and I've been feeling more inspired with work and more aligned and all this stuff and also, right, there's all this other stuff that I think a lot of people don't see or a lot of people don't want to talk about, which is the f- stuff that's really fucking hard. <laughs> and, you know, I think sometimes being with family and live like staying in places that are not yours, right? Like we're hopping between houses and so our stuff's kind of everywhere and it doesn't feel like your own. And so that feels a little bit off and having constant conversations about topics where opinions are quite different, if you know what I mean, hint politics, and everything in between there, and just learning how to navigate all of that and protect my energy and also speak my truth and um, find a sense of normalcy in a lot of uncertainty and a lot of moving pieces and moving parts and you know there's been a lot of needing to return 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 back to this sense of patience and this sense of like I need to be responsible for for what I'm experiencing and really creating that space and time to be with myself and to do my embodiment practices and my anger release practices and all of that kind of stuff. And, and this leads nicely into what we're going to talk about today and to check my expectations. (laughs) Uh, I remember it's been a minute, but I, I did do an episode on, it's not your job to be superwoman. And I wanted to revisit this in light of COVID and and with everything going on in the world and this new normal that we're all experiencing right now and to readdress this idea that you don't have to be superwoman, superman, like a super being. You don't have to be that. And for some reason, so many of us hold this expectation over our heads that that's what is expected of us. And hint, right? Like the only person that's truly expecting that from you is you. And so I wanted to talk about what that looks like today and how to start unpacking that and rearranging those expectations and maybe throwing some of those expectations just aside or completely in the trash because it's not helping and it's not, it's not allowing you to show up in the way that you want to be showing up. It's not allowing you to live life in a way that feels really good. It's just pulling you down constantly. And maybe you're feeling super overwhelmed right now. And maybe there's just a lot of emotion circulating through that you don't really quite know what to do with. And I just wanted to talk about that today and give some tips and 
things that have been helpful for me and things that I've been working with, um, with my clients and just conversations I've been having with friends and really just try and normalize this. And hopefully you'll feel a little bit less alone and walk away with some action items to help you not feel all of this pressure to be something that is inhuman. <laughs> really, that's what it, it's impossible. Or at least like it's not going to make you feel super great if we're operating from, from this place. So I want to start with the fact that, first of all, for all of us, in some capacity, the world has been completely flipped upside down over the last few months. And maybe with, with COVID, we can talk about, this is something that's been coming up. A lot of people are now having to work remote. And a lot of people are again, completely flipped upside down with their schedules and the way that they were currently running their life or the way that they were running their lives before. It's completely different now. And maybe there's this pressure of, I know this was common for me and I know this is coming up for a lot of people. Like if you're working from home and you are, maybe you're starting to feel this pressure of, I can't like leave my computer because, um, everyone needs to see that I'm online. And if I'm not online, then my boss is going to think that I'm not working. And if I'm not working, then I'm going to get fired. And then this whole thing's going to happen. And and all this, like we start going down this downward spiral of all of these what ifs. And I feel you, this would happen to me all of the time when I was working at a a nine to five. And, um, we had the opportunity to work remote Monday through Monday and Fridays. And then just certain times of the year, we were able to work for work remote. And I always had this crazy pressure of not being like, I could not leave my computer. And if I left my computer, it was just this anxiety filled experience. And what I have, what has happened to me, what I see happening just with clients, what I see happening with friends and family is, for what used to be this thing, right? We would go, we would commute to work, we'd be in the office and then we would commute home and then essentially work would be at the office. And I hear things like, you know, when I'm at the office, like I take coffee breaks and I take a lunch break and I go for a walk and maybe I'll go talk to friends. And like, there's these, all these little breaks in between the day. And that feels okay because people see you at work and they're like, Oh, this person is here. <laughs> they must be working. And so you're not, maybe not feeling as drained because you're taking breaks. You're taking some time for yourself. And then you have your commute home and your commute there, which gives you some space. And then you get home and you're like, Hey, I'm home and works at work and I can be here and all of this stuff. But I know that when we have this transition from going into the office to your office being in your home, it changes things and it can create an extra layer of overwhelm and an extra layer of like pressure and expectation that you're supposed to be on all the time. And what can happen very quickly is that there tends to, (laughs) there tends to be no boundaries when it comes to work and home. And so it can lead to this feeling of never leaving the office, work always being there, um, having this like expectation to work beyond your hours. And it's really hard to turn that on and off. And so when it comes to specifically working from home, then clearly I've been doing this for almost a year 
over a year now consistently with being full-time in my business, but we have to create boundaries with our work, especially if you're someone that is, is again, if you're here, you probably identify with um, this people-pleasing perfectionism type of mentality, and so it can be really difficult to separate yourself out of fear of what might happen if someone were to think X, Y, and Z about you not working, even though you're working really hard and you're at your computer and you're doing all these things. So first, let's just take a breath. <laughs> let's address the assumptions. It can be really easy to find ourselves in a negative thought downward spiral from assumptions. Well, my boss hasn't talked to me in two days or my boss hasn't messaged me or he didn't message she didn't he or she didn't message me back. And so that means that they must be mad at me and that they're probably talking to somebody else and then they're gonna probably get they think I'm not working, so then they're gonna talk to me and I'm gonna get fired and then it's gonna happen and then pretty soon we're ten miles down the this thought loop where there's this crazy end result (laughs) that our creative brains have come up with and then we're panicking and that for me that would always lead to me doing less work (laughs) because I was panicking (laughs) and making all of these assumptions the thing that we have to remember is right that 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 little line of an assumption what does that do it makes an ass out of you and me and that's mean you're not an ass but When we make these assumptions of something that hasn't happened yet, I did a post on this the other day. If you're listening to this, um, the week that it comes out, which is July 24th, 2020, I recently did an Instagram post on navigating the negative thoughts and our brain does these things for a reason. You know, we assume the worst case scenario because there's a part of us that thinks if I assume the worst case scenario, if I think about all of these um, potential things, and if I, you know, have a mapped out plan for all of this possible negative stuff that could happen, then it'll be less jarring for me if those things were to happen, right? So we want to like protect ourselves and create this plan of action to keep ourselves safe, which hint does not work. (laughs) I mean, you can prepare yourself as much as you want in your head for the worst case scenario, but it still does not prepare you for the actual worst case scenario. And all it does is waste time and energy. Assuming all of that, um, our brains also, because we've thought these thoughts so many times over the years there, they are hardwired to come up first. So it's like neurologically, it's like it's wired to come up first. So if you consistently think a negative thought, just know that it's just hardwired to come up first. And so the process to switching that is to recognize what's happening and to pick a new thought that you want to replace that one with and consistently create awareness and replace, create awareness and replace. And just recognizing that you are not your thoughts. You are just the vessel that those thoughts pass through. I go so in depth with this in the worthiness formula, but just for now, recognizing those two things, your your body and your brain trying to just keep you safe. And so that's what happens, right? We come up with that, that like panic plan of action. And then two, it's just hardwired to come up. So just know that it's normal, know that you're not crazy. And just having that awareness and knowing that you can choose otherwise is going to put that power back in your hands. This is the thing that has really helped me over the years, especially when I was working 
I mean, it really comes up anytime. <laughs> it's not even just nine to five. It's in my own business too. It's really easy for that assumption to come up. And this is what we always have to tell ourselves. I can't believe that assumption until it's taught, like told to me. Until someone tells me that, it's not true. And so I'm going to choose to believe that everything is fine until I'm told otherwise. Right? That's going to create so much less pressure for you and remove so many of those expectations when you can just remember, oh, okay, until this is said to me, I'm not going to, to lean into that. I'm not going to believe that. So starting with that, stop assuming you do good work. <laughs> like you're there for a reason. Just know just, yeah, don't assume until it's said. And then allow yourself to create some boundaries around work. How can you, like, what can you do in your day to ensure that you are at work at a certain time, done with work at a certain time, of course, right? There's always like different circumstances that you may have to work a little bit later to finish a project or whatever, but how can you set those time frames and be like, okay, you know, this other space in my house, this corner of my house, this other room in my house, this is where I work. And I'm going to be in here working from this time to this time. And then after that, I'm going to leave work in here and go into, you know, uh, home mode, whatever that looks like for you. And allowing yourself to take breaks throughout the day so that you're not a zombie sitting at your computer from eight to five every single day. Give yourself a break, walk outside, take some, some time away from your computer. Again, check the assumptions and then give yourself what you need. Again, like this, I went off on a little tangent here specifically about that, but it's, it's again, like it's one, if that is happening to you and you feel this, this crazy, like expectation of needing to perform a certain way, or, or maybe you've been trying to implement these boundaries or a morning routine, or maybe you've been trying to do all of these other things and be this like perfect person and, and feel like you are expected to have your shit together throughout having your world flipped upside down, whether that's, you know, with everything that's happening right now, whether that's if you're a new mom and you have a new child into your life and your whole world gets flipped upside down and then you are experiencing all of these feelings and then on top of it, you tell yourself that you shouldn't be feeling this way and putting an expectation on yourself to be like superwoman, superman, superhuman, that's a lot. Give yourself a break. I want you to know right now, that's not your job. That's not your responsibility. You're a human. This is hard. When your world gets flipped upside down, no matter what that looks like, even if it's just a small little tweak in, in the everyday thing of everyday flow of life, the feelings and your experience that comes with it is valid. And I don't know why we do this, but we put all of these pressures and expectations on top of all of that. 
that like, even though we're experiencing something we've never experienced before, we're experiencing something that's super difficult. Like on top of that, we're still supposed to have our shit together and we're still supposed to have this perfect life and we're still supposed to be able to do all of the things in the, in this perfect way. Why do we do that? I mean, I know why societal conditioning <laughs> We're we're, you know, every time someone asks, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Like that's the natural response that comes out of our mouth. It's not normal yet. This isn't my mission to make this a normal thing to actually talk about the way that we're feeling. Vulnerability is such a deep level of connection for us. And you, so many of us connect on a deeper level when we're actually able to say what is going on in our lives. And it's okay if that's not easy, but just know you're not alone. So many, I think every single one of us is experiencing some level of difficulty and you are, it's valid. So stop making yourself wrong for being anything other than happy. We try and like work harder or morning routine out of this or um, scroll out of the uncomfortableness that we're experiencing. We, we think like, oh, this, this emotion comes up or this feeling comes up and I, I need to fix it. I need to make it go away. It's not allowed to be here. And we try and find all of these ways of being so that we can get to a place where it's like, I'm only happy all of the time. And that's unrealistic. It's not about only being happy all the time. I will tell you first, firsthand, I'm not happy all the time, but that's not an expectation I have for myself. It's unrealistic. It's not human. The goal is not to never have a negative emotion. I hate the, using the word negative, but just for easy <laughs> explanation here. It's not about never having one of those emotions ever again. It's learning how to navigate it. It's learning how to process it. It's learning how to be okay with leaning into both the ups and downs. Because if we don't give ourselves that space, we're going to suppress it. We're going to push it down and we're going to somehow release it in a way that's not going to serve us. We're going to turn to a behavior to try and fix it that's not going to serve us. And we're going to feel this constant layer of overwhelm, this constant layer of anxiety of like, what is going on? Like there's just so much charged energy in my body right now and I don't know how to move through it. So it's not about making it go away. It's just learning how to work with it so it's not pulling you down, so it's not controlling you. And the first step starts with just creating that awareness of where you're placing all of these expectations. Are you expecting yourself to be perfect at your world being flipped upside down? Are you giving yourself some grace and being like, I don't know how to navigate all of this. So instead of expecting myself to be perfect in all of these different areas of my life, how can I take a step back and just start with one thing? How can I just give myself permission to be where I'm at? To just acknowledge this is hard. Like this is hard. Doesn't matter who you are. Life is allowed to be hard. <laughs> it's okay. So just give yourself that grace. Give yourself permission to just be exactly where you are. To know that you don't have to have it all figured out. To give yourself space to process your emotion. To cry. To get angry. And not to get angry towards somebody else, but to create a safe space for yourself to release that anger by yourself. It's okay to let that out. It's okay to admit that this is hard. 
You don't have to have your shit together. So this is, this is advice that, um, this is stuff I've talked about with, with several different people. And so I want to share it here. If you're feeling just exhausted, if you're feeling drained, if you're feeling like you are operating on freaking empty because you've been putting your energy into a million different things and holding a million different expectations over yourself to be perfect, this is what I want to, to say and this is what I want to share with you. Number one, everything that I just said, <laughs> give yourself permission to, to take a break, to acknowledge that it's hard, to, to know that it's okay to not feel like you have it all together, to give yourself space to release that emotion. Number one. Number two, pare it down. <laughs> and along with that, I will say, if you are operating on empty, if you are depleted and exhausted and completely drained. And on top of that, and on top of the expectations you're holding over yourself to get it together and trying to have this perfect morning routine and and being at work 24-7 and um, trying to take care of your body and then trying to, you know, do all of the personal development on top of all of that. If you also have this expectation that you're supposed to save the world and that you're supposed to take care of everybody else, we need to pause. This is something that I always say. A lot of the women that I work with are super empathetic, beautiful humans. And being empathetic and wanting to take care of people and having a big heart is such a gift. It is a superpower that is super, it's a superpower and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, but it's also so easy to start absorbing other people's energy. It's also so easy to place all of this responsibility to, to take care of everybody in the world and to take that and put it on your plate. But love, if you are depleted and if you're not taking care of you, you can't show up fully. It's not going to serve anybody. When your cup is full and when you're taking care of yourself, you can give from a beautiful place of overflow and it feels so much better. And so first and foremost, I want to give you the permission to focus on you for a bit. To make you the number one priority. To know that you will always care about people and that you will always be able to um, love really, really hard. But first you have to love yourself. You have to give that to yourself first so that you can show up so freaking powerfully for everybody else. So give yourself that permission. Start looking at where I've, I've been given this analogy so many times by different mentors, but look at your life and the things that you're doing in terms of like your own energy, looking at it as like a boat. Where are the holes in your boat? What different areas are poking holes in your boat that's causing you to sink? Maybe it is this, the boundaries at work and you feel that you can't separate yourself from work and home and you're not giving yourself that space and you're over <laughs> your in terms of mental energy and like actual work you are just 
overgiving in that area and it's draining you. You know, right? Maybe it's that. Maybe it's your um and it could all be filtering, right? So it's like it, it's it's a chain. Maybe you're giving so much at work that at the end of the day you're too depleted to even think about wanting to um move your body or work on um, some personal development or journal or meditate or whatever that that term of self-care when it comes to taking care of your soul and your body. Maybe you don't even have energy for that. So then you turn to something that ultimately doesn't serve you and then it's continuously drilling that hole in your boat and you're showing up day after day depleted and depleted and depleted and depleted. So where is that initial energy suck coming from and where can you set boundaries in that area so that you can start repairing that hole and at that point then give your energy to other places in your life that's going to serve you at the even higher give yourself that permission to take a step back and really look at everything and just create awareness you don't have to take action on it, right? Again, we don't want to make personal development this crazy to-do list that adds even more pressure and expectation on top of it. That's not the point. That's not the point. If a if a 5.30 a.m. morning routine, if that doesn't sound good to you, don't do it. Think about one thing that you can incorporate into your day that's exciting, that gives you joy, that makes you feel really good. Maybe you just take a break. (laughs) Maybe you just remove expectations and you don't like do anything extra for a week. Like rest is a beautiful thing. (laughs) Maybe you just delete social media for a week. Maybe you eliminate external noise for a week. Maybe you just spend that time with yourself. Maybe you just sit in silence for five minutes a day. Really think about what's going to best serve you instead of adding an anxiety-filled list of a morning routine that just doesn't do, like, that's not the purpose. I have so many episodes on and so many resources on what not to do with your self-care list (laughs) because we don't want to make that an an extra anxiety pressure-filled thing. The purpose is to rejuvenate you. So if it's not rejuvenating you and it's causing you more anxiety, I invite you to rethink that. (laughs) So just give yourself that permission to look at your life from a holistic viewpoint and pinpoint where the holes in your boat are, where is the biggest energy suck in your life, and and work on that first. And then once you start to find that you feel more grounded and you feel like your cup is being filled more often, then we can start thinking about okay, how can I help other people? How can I show up for the world more powerfully, more fully and from a place of overflow so that I myself and everyone else around me is really just getting the best of me right now. And they're not getting an exhausted, tired, not present version of me. So give yourself just a little bit of a break. (laughs) And... Yeah, just simplify, just simplify. Maybe instead of, again, if you're looking at just in terms of anything, if you're if you're wanting just more resources on stuff, I've talked about this before, maybe instead of 50,000 different things that you're trying to do, maybe instead of 60 books that you're trying to read and 50 podcasts, and this is all many Instagram accounts, and this and this and this, you pick one. 
(laughs) You pick one thing to really dive deep into and focus on. And then you eliminate all of that other noise for now. And you really absorb that information. And then we move on to the next thing. I talked about so many different things here. (laughs) So hopefully that made sense. And hopefully there were some tidbits in there that could resonate with you. But I think the biggest thing I want to help you walk away with is it's not your job to have everything figured out right now. It's okay that if stuff feels hard, it's okay that uh, life circumstances are bringing up different emotions for you and it's okay that you don't have it all figured out. You're not supposed to. That's not your responsibility to figure it all out tomorrow. (laughs) There's a new normal that's starting or a, a new way of life that's really starting to unfold and be surfaced right now. And it's, 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 it's different for all of us. And so allow yourself to navigate that in a way that's not filled with expectation and pressure, but in a way that's going to help you tackle it in a way that is, is energy filled instead of in a way that's an energy depleted. It's okay to be where you are. It's okay to, to have, it's okay for it to feel difficult. You're, you're not expected to be a superhuman I think superhuman is when you allow yourself to be fully human. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Please let me know if you have any questions. Come on over and, and talk to me on Instagram if something you wanted more clarity on, if you wanted to expand upon something, if you wanted to share something with me, if you just needed a place to a safe space and a safe container to share your feelings and to express how you're actually feeling. I'm here for that. So please let me know. And, um, yeah, I just love you so much. So hang in there, remove those expectations. Don't assume and find those holes in your boat and fix them. Repair them, fill your cup with, with energy again. And then, And then show up and change the world. All right. That's it. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. (laughs) I love you and we will see you next week. Bye for now. Ah, thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello. Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant.